Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Brand Rocket episode 17. So as we always do on the podcast, uh, we always try to bring tips that'll help you increase sales, boost revenue, uh, things that'll actually help you optimize your PPC campaigns, uh, ways that you can increase brand awareness, um, and just overall things to help you grow your brand, roll out more product, um, and overall boost those sales. So as we always do uh, on the podcast uh, as well, before we jump right into today's show topic, um, I just want to let anyone know that if you have show ideas or you want us to review your product on one of our video uh, versions of the podcast, feel free to send in your product. We'd love to showcase it, share it with the world. You can feel free to submit the products to us or at least send an email with the link to your ASIN. You can send that to us at hello at postboxme.com. Again, that's hello at postboxme.com. Just send a link to your ASIN or a link to the product itself. We'd love to showcase it um, and share it with the world. So um, what we're going to do or what we're going to cover on today's uh, episode, uh, the topic is actually communicating with suppliers. So um, a lot of you, if you're just starting out, um, you may have questions about how you know to reach out to a supplier. Uh, what should I say? Um, you know, how should I go about samples? Uh, how should I go about you know negotiating pricing on a first order? So there's a lot to kind of unpack there, and um, that's multiple pieces. Um, so we'll probably break down a couple different podcasts because ours are normally in ten to fifteen minute uh, segments. Uh, when we're not doing an interview or doing like a product review. Um, but today I just wanted to cover three initial important uh, important key points when communicating uh, with the supplier. Um, and uh, these are some experiences that, you know, I've had, you know, myself, I've been dealing with uh, overseas uh, suppliers, particularly from China since uh, 2006. So that was the first time I went to China. Um, and then when I went uh, in 2006, I had went uh, to a few different cities. Um, I went to Shenzhen, uh, Guangzhou, uh, Foshan, um, Beijing, um, and then all the, a few a few other places like throughout Hong Kong. Um, but as far as like primary uh, like interaction with factories, it was definitely Shenzhen, Foshan, uh, and Guangzhou. So. Um, I had a really good time there, um, and we'll be going back soon. So I'll we'll be taking video as we go there as well. So we'll be sharing some of that with the Brand Rocket family as well. Um, but I'm going to start with uh, the first thing uh, when reaching out to a supplier. Once you, if and this is if you're whether you're using global sources or Alibaba to source supplier. So the first thing is actually contacting the supplier. What do you say in that intro email? So um, normally, I try to keep it relatively um, as short as possible um, in those uh, emails, and I'll you know post some links to like a template um, that I kind of use to reach out initially, um, and it basically just covers you know just an introduction of myself, um, the company that I'm with and I represent, and then the industry that we're in, and then the type of product we're looking for. So as opposed to just saying, hey what's the price on that product? Um, it's, Hey, you know, my name is Mark. Um, 
I run a company called Postbox. We help build, um, you know, we build private label brands that are in the party supply space. And, uh, you know, from there, I'll kind of roll out into, you know, what we're looking for from them in particular. So the intro is just a short intro about yourself, you know, what you're actually, what the space is that you are in. And then, you know, the reason why, you know, you think that they would be a possible good fit for you for a particular product. So I don't necessarily just jump in and say, hey, uh, what's the price on this? What's the price on this? Uh, what's the best price you can give me on that? I don't usually, I don't ever just jump with the price. Um, I kind of start with the intro about uh, about me, just super, super short. And then why, um, you know, what we do and what we're looking for um, in a relationship with the supplier. So the big takeaway from all that. It's just to get across to them that we're actually looking to build a relationship. Um, you know, when I'm dealing with suppliers, they, they're really looking for someone who's going to, you know, want to order over and over and over again, as opposed to just one time or for just a season and that's it. So when they know that, you know, I plan to be, you know, to be working with them for long term or we plan to work with them for the long term, they tend to try to give us better uh, pricing um, also go out of their way to make sure our quality is good. When we need um, assistance with things, they're trying to you know, take care of it as much as possible or as fast as possible. And all that kind of comes from uh, just trying to build the relationship first and not just jumping right in the price. So that's where I start on the intro email um, and then ask them if they, what I also ask in that intro email is if they have another way I can reach out to them outside of uh, whichever way we started, if that's on Alibaba or Global Sources. So I'll initially ask for their Skype or their WhatsApp. That way we can have a direct communication outside of there that's even faster. So if we need to share pictures, um, share like video of like a product idea or how something should work or how something should look, we're able to easily do that. So that's the win of, um, you know, having it done, having it that way. So that's... Um, a key point that I also covered, like I said, in the in the intro. Um, the next step, once, you know, the intro email is out, um, you tell them kind of um, you've covered your intro about yourself, um, you know, what you're looking to do, you know, the type of product you're looking for. Um, then they'll respond with, you know, what they have, um, maybe some different options they have. Um, and then if they don't respond with pricing, that's okay. You can kind of reach back at that time on that second email about, you know, a particular item you were looking for, or if they have something, you know, like this available in whatever sizing or variant you need. And if they had an idea what that, that pricing, uh, range would be for this series of products. Um, and then once they get back with that series or they get back with an answer on pricing, and then I would move into uh, ordering samples uh, for that product. Hey, I like this, um, you know, this product. Um, you know, I would like to get this the, a sample of this um, just so I can test the quality. Um, and then, you know, I'd be interested if, as long as the quality is good and moving forward in a, a small test order. And that test order maybe you know, 300 units, two, 300 units. Um, and then after that, you would roll out more units just depending on, what the product category is. Um, and then even in the samples, you know, if they have variants of items, I usually try to order all the variants in the sample pack. That way we can see what is the best quality and then mix and match from there. Um, 
So I always try to get a couple extra pieces or if they have some similar items, I try to get those as well. Um, just so I can get a full look of everything that the supplier has. Cause a lot of times they'll have three or four different versions of a product or different grade qualities. And they might not tell you that. So they might just say, Hey, yeah, I got this or this. But if you actually dig a little deeper, um, and kind of go further into what they do or have access to, usually they can get a better quality or um, they have different variants um, that they may not be displaying right away or that you might not know if you just jump to the price on whatever the first item you saw was uh, in their catalog. So that's a good point on samples. Um, And then at least uh, one thing I always try to do too is they're pretty quick on the samples but be sure that you're um, mindful of the price that a lot of suppliers try to charge for samples because a lot of times they will try to overcharge um, just because they get a lot of people who kind of waste their time, I think probably in some ways, um, and they just try to overcharge. So if you're getting like ridiculously high sample charges, like you're asking for a sample for an item that's three bucks and they're charging 150, um, you might want to ask, hey, you know, um, normally samples that I receive like this and I wouldn't just say, Hey, your price is too high for your sample. The way I would respond to this, if you receive like a, a ridiculously high, like $150, $250 sample fee for something that's like a dollar product or a $2 product, which normally with shipping is going to be like 40 bucks um, on like a sample. Right. Um, I would actually just say, Hey, you know, I saw, uh, well, normally, you know, I've ordered a few samples like this um, from other suppliers. Normally, the sample fees or sample range is, you know, 40 to 50 bucks or whatever it is. Um, and say, hey, is there a reason why this sample is um, like three times the normal price or whatever? That's how I would approach it. Normally, their answer to that is going to be, um, well, we'll take it out of your uh, of your actual order cost. So usually they'll try to roll that in on the back end, but just be careful about that. Cause sometimes people do try to ridiculously overcharge for samples. Um, so just ask for that. It's happened to us. And I've asked for, you know, uh, a reason on why that sample was actually so much higher than others in the same space. So just keep that in mind. Um, and then the last thing I, I wanted to cover uh, on this was actually, once you get your samples and you've actually said, okay, this is a go, we're going to move on a bigger order. Um, is your actual uh, packaging. So the custom boxes, um, a lot of the factories have, um, you know, a few different box quality types. Be sure to ask what that is. And then also ask how much it would be. Like, let's say they show you three or four boxes and you're just, you're like, oh, these seem okay. Ask them to send you the sample of the box that they, they're they going to put the package in, but also ask them if they have the ability to, you know, up the quality of it, the thickness of the box, for instance, and how much that would be if they would up that thickness. And if you can find a box that kind of matches what you want um, and either take a picture or video of that to them so they could try to match uh, quality. Um, that's something that we had to do. And I'm glad that we did it um, because it actually protected uh, the actual items, not only the items themselves, but it protected our boxes when they were being shipped in bulk from China. So, uh, the box that we actually put uh, one of our balloon packs in, um, when we were working with the factory, they had an option of a, a few different box qualities. And I, 
the best one they had, I said, well, we probably need it just a little bit thicker than that. So I asked what it would be to increase the thickness of the box. And I think it, um, I think it only changed the price of the box, like 15 cents a box, but I think it dramatically changed the feel of the packaging and it just felt like it's added way more value to the, 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 the product. And also when we received like our first batch of shipments into the products, like in bulk, like in multiple cartons, there was, there, there was relatively a, a low damage count, um, because of just the thickness of the boxes had the boxes not been that quality and we hadn't taken the time to go back and forth with the manufacturer on that quality, we probably would have, you know, really taken a beating on a lot of our boxes, which would have, you know, had a lot of damaged and, and possibly uh, bad reviews on that because of it. So that was uh, really a win and just taking the time to, to communicate with our supplier and, um, you know, going back and forth and, and having a relationship from the beginning where they felt comfortable working with us, where it wasn't like a thing for them to reach out and say, Hey, you know, what do you think about this? Or, Hey, there's a, here's another set idea for you, or here's, you know, an idea on a, a product for you. Um, just because we've taken the time to try to build, you know, build that type of relationship and have the open communication where it's not just, Hey, you know, I want to, I'm going to buy this product and I want it from the, for the cheapest price possible. That's not really how we approach it. We just look at it like it's a long-term play. You know, we've got plans to do this for a long time and we want to have relationships that last just as long. And just with the intention like that, I think that really has helped and it will help you um, as you start to build out your brand, figure out, you know, um, which suppliers are just a good fit for you. Um, And then, you know, that'll kind of, work itself out over time but at least those three points you know will help out a lot to get started at least like that first intro email how to how to send that kind of what goes in it um how to approach when it comes to samples making sure you're just not getting like taxed for these samples like way too much and then um making sure that uh, you get like some the good cut some good custom packaging and uh, don't be afraid to ask for a higher quality thickness um, to bump that up because that is available. Just know that if just because it's not shown on their site or they don't show that they have that option, just feel free to ask. Um, keep that pipeline that uh, between you two just completely open. They'd be more than willing to help, especially when they know that they can have a long-term relationship and you can be a customer with them for a long time. Um, they really uh, are willing to go out their way to help you. So just wanted to give you guys some tips on episode 17 uh, about how to better communicate with your supplier um, and, you know, which in turn helps you grow uh, even faster and actually boost your sales. So um, just wanted to thank you guys for tuning in to episode 17. Uh, again, we drop podcasts daily on Brand Rocket. Stay tuned. Um, feel free to start checking out for all the new episodes to post on the web on our website directly at uh, postboxme.com slash brandrocket. Again, that's postboxme.com slash brandrocket. Again, thanks for tuning in. You guys have been great. Have a good one.